Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up one at 4.06 and a quarter. November soybeans are up seven and three quarters at 10.62. December Chicago wheat up five at 6.32. December Kansas City wheat up four and three quarters at 5.67 and three quarters. December spring wheat is up three and a quarter at 5.72 and a half. USDA released its weekly crop progress report yesterday. Uh, No surprise, corn and soybean harvest moving forward very, very quickly. The U.S. corn crop is 60% harvested versus 41 last week, well ahead of the 43% average. Most of your major corn growing states are running at or above their respective averages. There are a few states running behind average. Uh, They include Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Uh, The crop is 97% mature versus 94 last week and 94 on average. Soybean harvest is 75% complete, up from 61 last week, way ahead of the 58% average. Um, As with corn, most of your major soybean growing states are running at or above their respective averages. A few states running behind average, they include Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, North Carolina, and Mississippi. USDA estimates that 97% of that bean crop is dropping leaves versus 93 last week and 95 on average. So very quickly, we are already on to the backside of, of U.S. row crop harvest here, and uh, things appear to be moving very, very quickly. No surprise. The U.S. winter wheat crop is 77% planted versus 68 last week and 72 on average. The crop is 51% emerged versus 41 last week and 48 on average. We did not see a uh, national crop conditions report yesterday. Yet. Should be noted, the state of Kansas had a number out. Uh, the Kansas wheat crop rated only 31% good to excellent and 24% poor to very poor. Uh, that is a, a uh, less than stellar initial rating, certainly. And we all know about the uh, dryness and building drought that's uh, been a problem for uh, that area of the country. Brazilian soybean planting is running at its slowest pace in about 10 years. According to private group Ag Rural, the country's bean crop was 7.9% planted as of October 15th versus the long-term average of 17.3%. One other other consultancy estimated that only 6.1% of the bean crop was planted through October 16th. The big takeaway here for the moment is not that Brazil is going to have a, a big crop problem. The big takeaway is that there will not be an early bean harvest or much of an early bean harvest in Brazil, which could make U.S. soybeans a little bit more competitive, perhaps for a longer period of time early in 2021. But I I think it's far too early to say that the crop is in jeopardy. Um, They have caught some rains in, in some areas recently. Starting to talk uh, a little bit of trade chatter about uh, 2021 acreage here in the United States. IHS market that's in forma or sparks pegged uh, next year's corn acreage at 91.97 million, which would be up from 91 even this year. Soybean acreage was pegged at 89.17 million, which would be up sharply from 83.1 this year. So you're looking at a uh, an increase in combined corn and soybean acreage of six or seven million. You've got to remember that principal crop acres in the U.S. are still running about 7 million behind 2018 levels this year. Um, in, in, back in 2018, principal crop acres in the U.S. were 319 million. They fell to 303 million in 2019, uh, given all those problems in the spring. And this year we were only at 312. So if we were to get back to those 2018 type levels in regard to principal crop acres, you could very easily tack on six or seven million, uh, acres of of combined uh, uh, corn and soybeans. 
Strong export sales continue. Uh, USDA reported flash sales of corn to Mexico and also unknown destinations yesterday. China bought more U.S. beans as recently as last Friday. They continue to be in the market for row crops. So uh, the demand story very much intact here. Very little relief in sight for the driest areas of the U.S. Southern Plains. Um, you look at Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, those those HRW wheat areas in particular, uh, very, very minimal rainfall expected between now and the, f- the first few days of, of November. So really no relief in sight here. The wheat markets acted extraordinarily well, posted some fresh highs again just overnight. We've got our... Um, Looking at the corn market here, you know, these nearby December futures were only three cents away from last week's highs. Your December 2021 contract is only two cents away from that $4 mark. So it's essentially sitting at at some uh, some of its uh, better levels that we've seen recently. Uh, this is probably, again, the most pronounced contra-seasonal rally in the corn market since 2010. The U.S. supply-demand situation, as I've discussed before, appears very comfortable. We've seen spot month futures trade four dollars or above four dollars uh very frequently during each of the last four years and and all of those recent years you know we had a similar supply and demand situation the odd thing about this is that it's happening smack dab in the middle of harvest of course soybean market acting well but it's it's really kind of more consolidated the last uh, couple of weeks more than anything uh you've still got a nice bull trend on the chart i don't think we've done any real chart damage here uh demand is excellent that's what's driving the rally demand driven rally is always better than supply driven rallies you know you think about your your typical crop scare rally that you've seen in in any of these markets the last few years what are they last two weeks at best three weeks at best uh this is a rally in the soybean market that's been going more than two months and uh we're not seeing any real signs of it stopping. Um, the, the the talking points in regard to the soybean market are going to start to shift. Uh, Brazil is going to be a big one. Projections regarding next year's acreage here in the U.S. will be a big one. Um, Chinese purchases, which which should eventually stop. I mean, in my opinion, that they're going to stop and they're going to shift purchases to Brazil. It's just a question of when and, and to what degree. But that's going to be another thing that that you see discussed um, in in the next few weeks or months, I suppose. Wheat futures, again, acting incredibly well. You've got a, a multi-country crop scare event. Um, not only is it the United States, it's it's the Black Sea, it's Argentina. Um, crop conditions, when we do see a national crop rating, should start out um, kind of poor, I would imagine. We saw that, that weak Kansas rating. Cattle futures really fell out of bed yesterday. Um, fat cattle futures down more than three bucks. Feeder cattle down more than four bucks in some of these contracts. I don't really know why. Um, the uh, box beef market was just marginally lower. We saw some cash trade come in um, below last week, 103 to 106, but but it was on real light volume. So uh, we'll see if we can find some sort of, of bottom or recovery here today. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow Jones is up 170 points. The S&P is up 22. The bonds are down. Uh, U.S. dollars down. Uh, crude oil is about flat. Uh, precious metals are mixed. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website and click on Grain Marketing Plan if you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Uh, check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. It's billed to your credit card automatically. You can cancel it at any time. There are no other fees, no other obligations, um, nothing like that. I won't try to sell you anything in addition to that. It's it's just an email that goes out every morning at 6.30 Central Time paired with the text message service. You'll know exactly what I'm doing every day of the week. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.